Welcome to this episode of the Greater Phoenix Chambers podcast, Let's Talk Business Phoenix, with me, your host, Todd Sanders, President and CEO of the Greater Phoenix Chamber. In each episode, we tackle important issues and subjects affecting our businesses, our community, and the state today. Through relevant, timely topics, this podcast serves as the business community's voice with the mission of championing business growth, identifying problems that restrict economic development, and conveying community leaders to move Phoenix forward. Let's Talk Business Phoenix was produced in partnership with Ideas Collide, an agency offering a full suite of custom marketing solutions for your brand's unique challenges. Make a connection at ideascollide.com. Well, welcome back to the podcast. We are very excited to have Tony Finn today, who is the vice president of Elevate Ed, which is a program under the Greater Phoenix Chamber Foundation. Welcome. It's good to have you here with us. Yeah, thank you. Pleased to be here. Why don't we start by um, letting us know a little bit about you. Tell us about, about yourself and maybe something we wouldn't know or we wouldn't see on your bio. Sure. So my background is in higher education and actually on the business operation side of higher education. And um, so I've been working with students for a long time. And one of my passions is being able to help people change their lives. Um, in my personal life, um, I do belong to some community organizations and some civic organizations um, that work with younger age kids, you know, before they go into college. Um, when this opportunity opened up, I saw this as a perfect blend of everything that I've done professionally and what I've done on uh, the personal side of my life. And since I've been here, um, I have really seen the great work that Elevate Ed AZ is doing in the community and very excited about the direction that we're going in and the number of lives that we're changing at a high school level, um, because then eventually they feed into our future workforce and our future um, college graduates. Uh, so this was a great opportunity um, for me, and we're doing a lot of good things that I'm sure that, that we'll discuss. You bet. And um, in terms of something we might know, not know about you. So I grew up in a military family, and uh, my family is very international. Mm -hmm. uh, my brother lives in Stockholm. Uh, my wife is originally from um, Slovakia. Uh, my mother is from Taiwan um, and uh, lived in uh, various countries um, around the world um, that gave me a, a really good perspective on life and how, you know, people live in different areas and different cultures. And I think that's really helped me in um, not just in my um, professional career um, with understanding people with different backgrounds and wanting to um, make connections with different people and different cultures. Um, but in my personal life, you know, like I said, I, I belong to um, various organizations and I think um, my experience growing up has really just made me a well-rounded person in that regard. Well, and it's so interesting with travel. I think the more you travel, the more you realize that sure there are differences, but there's also so much that, that we share. Yeah. Right. We're so similar in so many mm -hmm. ways, whether it's Slovakia or it's, it's Stockholm or Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you're absolutely right about that. Um, one thing that I've seen um, is people want to succeed and they have various levels of success um, but that inner drive to do better and especially do better for your family and for your, your children, um, I've seen that cuts across all cultures and, and all nationalities. And 
working here at Elevate Ed AZ, you know, we see that with the families we work with um, because we have a very diverse um, range of schools um, that we partner with uh, and various demographics uh, that uh, we work with. And uh, we see that across the board. People want to succeed. Um, They just sometimes don't know how to succeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, What brought you to Arizona? How did you, obviously you were all over the world. What brought you here? So my, like I said, my father was in the military and um, interesting in, in 1977 or 76, he got orders to go to Tehran and we were living in California at the time. And he got orders to go to Tehran and um, they took the hostages. So they canceled my dad's orders and um, they shipped him out to Tucson, Arizona. (laughs) So (laughs) a little bit different different from Tehran. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, we had our passports ready and uh, we were very excited. And then we ended up in Tucson, uh, which actually really helped shape who I am Um, growing up in Tucson, a little smaller town than Phoenix, um, but very close knit, uh, very family oriented community that I grew up in. And then I, I ended up um, staying there um, and going to the University of Arizona. And then after finishing school there, um, I moved to Phoenix. I moved to the big city. After well, we're, we're glad you came. <laughs> Um, and, and obviously, we're going to talk a lot, a lot about Elevated at AZ. Maybe just start to maybe give us a sense for what it does sure. and why. Sure. So as you mentioned earlier, Elevate Ed AZ is the education initiative of the Greater Phoenix Chamber Foundation. And what we do is uh, we align um, business education and the community to help prepare students for both college and career. And I, I do want to emphasize um, college and career um, because uh, we have programs like our dual enrollment program that helps uh, high school students earn um, post-secondary credits while they're in high school. So if they choose to go the college route, um, they do have some credits um, under their belt. Um, that helps them out in their graduation time, um, but also financially because uh, they're not paying as much um, in tuition because they have some credits already. But we all know not every student is going to go to college. Uh, So we also, in our program portfolio, uh, we have a credential program where students can earn uh, credentials and high-wage, high-demand, industry-recognized credentials uh, that would help them if after high school they want to enter the workforce. Um, So our goal is to help high school students in any way that we can, um, not just while they're in high school, but after high school, depending on which path they want to go. So we obviously have the opportunity for kids to earn dual enrollment credit. Um, how many high schools are we talking about? Are we admitted in? Sure. So this year, um, please to say we've expanded to 20 high schools um, from 13 uh, the previous school year. Uh, we are in five uh, districts and one charter network. Uh, We expanded across um, the Phoenix metro area this year, and that's what's really exciting about our growth and what we're doing is our expansion allows us not only to uh, impact uh, more students from a volume perspective, but also students from different um, socioeconomic and um, demographic backgrounds. Uh, So, uh, Doing a lot of good work and exposing students um, to opportunities 
um, is is what we're really charged with and and what our mission is. Um, but it's it's an extra bonus when we can expose students that normally wouldn't have um, opportunities or exposures in certain industries or certain career paths. Um, so that is something that that we're really proud of and really excited as we um, continue to expand in the future. So. 13 to 20, that's a significant uh, growth curve over one year. Is that it? Are we going to stop there? What, what's the plan? So right now we're at 20, but we're always looking to expand. Um, our goal is to be able to impact as many students in the state of Arizona that we can. Um, right now we are um, primarily located in the Phoenix metro area. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do know that, you know, outside of the Phoenix metro area, uh, we do have students that want to be successful and schools that um, would like to partner with an organization like us to help their schools um, become successful. Um, the one thing that we do look for is it has to be the right fit. Yeah. Um, the schools that we partner with um, have CTE programs that align with our high wage, high demand um programs and in, in industry clusters. Um, so when we do um, look for a school and uh, if it's the right fit, uh, we'll reach out and um, start that conversation to see you know, how uh, we can benefit them um, and how we can benefit the students, uh, most importantly. Um, so our, our charge and our mission is to grow and affect as many students as we can in the state of Arizona. Well, and it's certainly been a tremendous uh, growth curve, and I think the, the, the demand is there. You mentioned dual enrollment. What are some other elements of the, of the Elevated at AZ program? So our objectives are to increase the number of students that enter high-wage, high-demand pathways. Uh, Our next objective is to increase the number of students uh, that gain internships um, in those industry clusters. Um, I mentioned dual enrollment in our credential program, uh, but we also have a program um, for the teachers. So we have an educator externship program where we bring in industry leaders for um, a week-long um, uh, seminar and training um, to expose teachers to um things that are very relevant in industry now. And the goal of that is, is to help teachers um, because they're very busy. Um, A lot of them don't have a lot of time to do a lot of research on their own because they're busy, you know, shaping the lives of their students. Um, So this educator externship allows them to be face to face with industry leaders ask relevant questions, get up-to-date information that they can in turn bring into their classroom uh, immediately. It makes sense for somebody who maybe graduated in the late 90s or early 2000s mm-hmm. from, from college and started teaching that having that ability to come back and, and, yes. and maybe speak to people that are in the field would be helpful. Mm-hmm. So on the other side of that, it sounds like um, we're having a lot of success as well on the, on the um, on internships. Yes. So that is one thing that, that we're really proud of um, because having that, that meaningful workplace experience for students really pays off a lot of, of uh, dividends, you know, after they, they um, end high school. So last year, as I mentioned, we were in uh, 13 schools and we've grown to 20 schools this year. Um, With that, we had a total of 77 um, interns placed um, for the entire year um, last year in our 13 um, partner schools. 
Um, this year so far, uh, we are at the midpoint of the fall semester, and uh, we've already placed 209 students um, for fall internships. So last school year, last school year, which obviously encompasses a couple of calendar years, it was 77. And right now we're at what? 209. Incredible incredible increase. Well, I have an incredible team and we have an incredible program. Uh, my team has really um, been putting their, their nose to the grindstone and um, contacting businesses um, to open up more opportunities. And we have a lot of great um, industry partners um, that we work with. What do you um, tell businesses that are reluctant to hire or not hire to bring on a kid from a high school? With businesses, how we talk about internships um, is the workforce is changing, right? It's getting younger. Um, there are new skills um, that new workers need to have. Um, and uh, it's very important for um, these students to learn these skills at an earlier age. Um, also, one of the things that, that we're really proud of is uh, we really want to open up opportunities to um, students in from diverse backgrounds. So that's another thing that we talk to businesses about. But if they're reluctant because mm -hmm. they're thinking, well, the emotional intelligence sure. of a kid in high school is not the same as, as somebody with more experience. Is that is that something you're having to overcome? In some cases, uh, but we throughout our program, we have a lot of support systems in place. And we do also talk to the to the businesses about the support that we bring to the table with these students. Um, embedded at every school that we partner with, uh, we have uh, a college and career coach. And that college and career coach helps you know prep the students um, with their resume writing, with their interview skills. I mean, how can they conduct themselves in a business meeting? Meeting. Um, a lot of professional skill training um, is done with uh, by our college career coaches. So that puts a lot of businesses at ease um, that the student is getting upskilling outside of work um, that's done by our team. So putting this all together, I, I want to come back to the maybe biggest, biggest part of this question. We understand what we're doing and, yes. and, and I'm really glad we're doing it, but why? Why are we doing this? That's a great question. From my perspective, I think we're doing it because we care about the state of Arizona and we care about building a future workforce that is skilled and very knowledgeable. And we want to retain a lot of that talent here in state. Uh, if you look at... Um, different industries like construction and or ad, advanced um, or pre precision machining. Um, there's certain industries that are coming to Arizona or that are very large in Arizona that uh, we're going to have to replenish that workforce. TSMC I think is a great example. Exactly. Uh, so what better use of the knowledge and talent that we have here in our high school ranks to help train them to move into those positions and those future growth areas that are that are coming to Phoenix um, with local talent. Um, so I know that's what drives me is to help every local student stay locally and 
be able to have a great career, um, be successful, but also in turn help the Phoenix economy. Well, it sounds like there's a twofold uh, proposition here. One is obviously we're, we're a growing economy where there are more jobs than people. We want to make sure that we're filling those jobs. The other part is we're making a difference in the lives of, sure. of, of families and kids here in the Phoenix area. And that's huge. We got some great industry partners and some new ones, um, but that's always a challenge. Um, like you mentioned earlier, there is some reluctance um, with some companies to hire um, interns that are high school students. Um, and some companies have um, guidelines and, and uh, requirements that don't allow them to hire um, students that are under 18. Um, so that's probably the biggest challenge um, that we face um, with bringing on new business partners is um, servicing that student base that's under 18. And I think it's important to know that we can work with with businesses yes. that are wanting to hire or bring on kids over 18. Yes. Uh, but I think we've also seen success with companies that were eight, at 18 and that have moved now below 18. Yes. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, one of those companies is Honeywell. A great partner. Um, yeah, great partner. And they recently um, um, started accepting students that are um, 17. Um, so that's great. Um, not just great for us, um, great for our students, but also great for Honeywell because that opens up a wider population of students, interns um, that could, uh, you know, potentially fill their their future workforce. I can't say enough good things about Honeywell. And, mm-hmm. and not only have they expanded the the program, but they've also started to hire some of our kids. Yes. Uh, and my hope too is that those who are going to college will also be able to come back and continue to intern for them while yes. they're in college. So really a, a nice way of looking at it. Uh, final question, where do you see Elevate Ed in five years? So in five years, I see that we will spread throughout the Phoenix metro area um, wider than we are now. Uh, We are just breaking into the West Valley um, of Phoenix. So I do see that we'll expand there. Um, But also, like I mentioned earlier, um, our goal is to um, impact students across um, Arizona. Uh, So what I see um, is Elevated AZ um, potentially expanding outside of Maricopa County in the Phoenix metro area. so uh, we have some big plans, um, but we have a, a great team, um, not just the team that's on, on the floor, um, but we also have a, a great team um, of leaders. Um, Jennifer Meller, our um, CIO, has been phenomenal, um, not just with um, creating the program and um, helping us expand um, with her vision, um, but also on um, the grant funding side. Um, because we couldn't do any of this great work um, without our our valued partners um, that are our grant funders. Couldn't agree more. In in Arizona and nationally, we've been very blessed, and and I'm I think that part of the the rationale they're they're seeing a, a really nice uh, return on the investment in Arizona. So, want to thank you for for joining us. Thank you for spending the time. Uh, with us here, we're gonna we're gonna do a quick lightning round with you, Tony. Okay. I promise you it's easy. What was your first job? Not professional necessarily. Your first job. My first job. Very interesting because I was thinking about this the other day. So I was talking to my son. Um, like I said, I grew up in a military family, and hard work was instilled upon us very early. So when I was about six years old, um, I used to sell rocks. 
<laughs> hey, good I, for you. You know, I, I we lived on a military base, and I realized very early that uh, military moms um, can't resist a young kid. <laughs> so I would paint rocks and I'd put little googly eyes on them and go door to door and sell them for like a nickel or something like that. Um, but good for you, that's a, that's a really, well, what'd you learn then? Um, you know, what I learned is you're going to get a, a lot of people that say no, but a lot of people will say yes. Absolutely. So you got to be persistent. Um, you got to be creative. You got to have good ideas. And not just that, you have to be unafraid to pursue those ideas. Well, and, and certainly no no mom can say no to a cute kid at the door. <laughs> um, well, first concert. What was your first concert? So my first concert was a group called the Gap Band. Okay. They, yeah, they had a hit song called You Dropped the Bomb on Me. <laughs> <laughs> For any of those uh, children of the 80s, okay. <laughs> you may remember that. Um, but that was my first concert. Where'd you see them? Uh, I saw, we saw them in Anaheim. Okay. And it was funny because my brother was a little bit older than me. And he didn't know I was going to the concert because I went with a friend okay. um, down the street. Um, so I actually saw him at the concert and um, he was real surprised that I was there because I was like 11 years old or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and then the final one, since you, you're a, a man of the world, if you couldn't live in the United States, what country would you want to live in and why? So great question. I think that traveling the world and living in different countries has really given me a great appreciation of living here. To tell you the truth, it's true. Uh, we have a lot of freedoms and um, a lot of things that um, sometimes in our daily lives we can take for granted. Uh, but if I did have to pick, um, I I love Budapest, which is the two cities, right? Buda yes, Budapest. Yes. yes, and you know, rich history, mm -hmm. but. Um, you know, on the pest side, very new, um, new architecture, um, but very, very great place um, every time that we visited. Uh, so I, I guess I would have to pick Budapest. Well, it's, a, it's a great answer. Um, and, I, and I do think you're right. I think for those of us um, who maybe take, take some of these freedoms and things for granted, go overseas a little bit. And, yeah. Look back mm -hmm. and you'll be surprised um, yep. at how amazing our country is. Yeah, you're right about that. Well, Tony, thank you. We appreciate it. We look forward to having you again. And thank you for all the work you're doing on behalf of our, our kids and our businesses. Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. You bet.